everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 19th, episode 78. My name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Yeah, hello. What up, man? And how's your week been? Oh, you know, same old, same old. <laughs> same old, same old. Watch any movies or shows or play any games? Uh, not really. Uh, I've been playing a lot. I've been bouncing between uh, 2K17 and, uh, and Forza. I was gonna say I've seen you've been on 2K17 a lot. I you know building the building my character. Yeah, how I, I can you explain this? How exactly did my character get in your game? Okay, so if you have friends on the same console and they create a character, mm-hmm. um, if you turn on there's I forget if it's just the on if it's I I. I think it's a setting. I don't think it's automatic, but I think there's like a turn on, turn off that the game will automatically import your friends created superstars into your, and I, I know it's your career, right. and I think it's also into the my universe mode too. Okay. And it's, it's, yeah, basic, no. it's basically just like, oh, they, they're just another addition to the roster. Like, that's... Yeah, see, I didn't know that going into it. I was like, I did it as easy as I could. I was like, okay, let's just put a big beard on him and the new day clothes because it'd be cool if they had a new member or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's it. I don't even know, like, I, I didn't even create, like, moves or anything. I don't know. No, no, I, you didn't. <laughs> I am so lost with that game because there's no – I did my career, but there's no setting up moves. There's, it's like okay. what do you want him to look like, and then suddenly I'm wrestling NXT. Well, I mean, the thing is, in career mode, you start off like you're building from the ground up. You have to build the attributes, and you have to buy the move sets and all that. You can skip that and go straight to the uh, under my creations, and do a character that way. Oh, but see, I didn't know that. Yeah, but either way, when you go into my career, you have you still have to build them from the ground up. Okay. So you don't get, like, you can't make, I was going to, and you can import or export. So, like, if you do one as, as like, because the way I do it, I go to, uh, my I go to, I go under the My Creations tab and do that. And then import him into career mode. And, of course, it kind of resets a lot of the move. I think it resets the entire move set. But, oh, wow. you, but you know, you have your appearance and everything. And usually that... That seems to be what takes the longest because people really get into detail a lot on that. Yeah, I just didn't know what to do. So I was like, okay, Xavier yeah. Woods, there we go. And then I was like, how do I take the unicorn thing off the head? That <laughs> took forever. And it, it was just, it was a lot of trying to figure it out. And I thought I was like, okay, it kind of looked like a beard guy with that's a new day. I was like, okay. And then I played a little bit of it and yeah. um, I had some fun, but I just, I. I won the, I think, first few matches, but then I just got my ass kicked. And the thing that always gets me is the submissions. I can't figure out how what you're supposed to do with that. It yeah. doesn't really explain. It's like, oh, you see this dot? You're supposed to go the other direction. And by the time I start to figure it out, it's like they beat me. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> oh, this is going to suck every time. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, yeah. I still haven't figured it out. So but. It's the right stick, man. You're just swinging the right stick. That's all. Yeah, but what are you doing? You're making sure it depends. If you're on defense, you make sure they don't touch. If you're on offense, oh, see, I didn't know that. yeah. If you're on offense, you make sure they do touch. Yeah, I didn't know that. There and you I'm go. like, okay, what am I supposed to do here? And in a matter of like three seconds, it's over, and there was no explanation. I'm like, okay, well, that was something. That's, that's... <laughs> it, should, it, it should have paused. 
and said, this is what you're supposed to do. Right, it usually does that. That was that no. it, that was strange. Cause it, it did that yeah, with it, mine, too. And I was like, it, it, just, it showed it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I know this. I've been playing a lot of 16. I know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, I mean, it might have, and I might have overlooked it. And so I guess I never saw it again after that, maybe. Yeah. But I'm just like, what am I supposed to do with this? And then it just, I was like, okay, well, I hope that never happens again. i got to figure it out. So I don't know. But it's been fun so far, and I bought it digitally, so it's not like I can return it or anything like right. that. So I'm I'm in for the long haul, so I'm going to keep playing it and hopefully get better. It seems like a game that's best played with other people. It's it's a party game. I mean, and they yeah. and they, they always kind of have been. Like, it's meant to be a social game. It's, it's yeah. kind of like Madden. You know, you can play it by yourself, but the fun is to get people, you know. Yeah, this definitely seems like it's going to be a blast, you know, playing with someone on the couch or playing with you or anyone else, just like going in on it. That's where it seems like I'm going to have the most fun with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'll probably be doing soon. Um, I've uh, been contemplating getting the VR and I've come to the conclusion I am getting it. So by the time you're hearing this, I've probably already picked it up. So um, nice. Yeah, we record like the day before. So on Wednesday, I'm going to go out and. Uh, try and find one i'm sure i can because it seems like most places still have uh a stock it's stocked um so i'm just gonna go up to the local GameStop and see if they have the bundle that's what i need i need like the camera and everything yeah you need the whole you need the whole bit yeah yeah so i'm pretty excited i was looking at the pros and the cons and i know we still got a lot to talk about but i kind of wanted to bring that up real fast have you been seeing any of the reviews um, I, I've seen like headlines. I haven't really, di- I haven't really gone like diving into them or anything. From what I understand, a lot of people that have tried all the devices, they said Vive of course is the top, but you pay for it. You, right. you got a computer and you got to pay that much money, but that is the best experience with the best resolution, the best controllers all around. But you know, it comes with a heavy price, but they said for this, this is right underneath it. Uh, because for one, the player base, it's easy. If you're, if you already have a PlayStation, this is only a 400 or $500 buy-in and you're set. Um, and you know, and that, that's with the controllers and everything else. Um, and it's got apparently the best launch for games for it where the other systems didn't have it. Um, they said it's definitely above Oculus Rift cause the controllers for Oculus Rift is kind of stink. Um, but you know, it, it was, it was kind of like, it was kind of saying what I already assumed and to me, it's the best price buy-in yeah. for VR. Yeah, it's it's all expensive no matter what, but it's the one that I think is I'm going to get more bang for my buck, that I'm going to get some games. You know, we got what, what, Batman and whatnot on it, and we're going to get the Star Wars soon and, and Resident Evil. And, you know, um, I, I guess I just know going in, the games they have for it are kind of – what are the, the guys that kind of funny – or it was IGN – they called it kind of the Pong era for VR. Right. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Where these games are just kind of experimenting with it and they're bite size and, you know, I can I guess I could hop in rigs or one of those other games. There there's there's even like a Tetris like game where I forgot what it's called, but it's like you see the shape and you're going down and you have to fit it in the hole. And it keeps changing and it keeps getting faster and you got to keep rotating it. And they said, like, that game, you can sit there as long as you want and play it. Or it, you could hop in for two minutes, you know. 
Right. So, so I've kind of come to the conclusion. I'm gonna bite the bullet and get it. So next week, you guys can all hear what I think about it. So nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that. I watched a few things. We'll talk about later. Uh, Black Mirror. Did have you got? Did have you gotten a chance to watch that at all? I, I haven't gotten to check it out yet. No. Oh, okay. So of course, no spoilers. But I'll give kind of my overall impressions. I watched the entire series in one day. Um, How many? They're up to what? Three seasons now. There are two seasons. The third season comes out this month. I think like next week or hold on. Um, we'll look it up right now. Season three, Black Mirror season three release date. I believe it is October 21st. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be out Friday, the cool. third season. And what's cool is um, it's basically the first season is, I think, three episodes. Um, and the second season is three episodes. Now each episode, I'll get into it much later on, but real fast, the the episodes are more like little movies. Every episode is its own story. And so they treat each, each season like, Hey, we're going to make three films. Okay. And they're all different, all different cast. I've seen little Easter eggs of connections, but it's basically like, um, uh, like the twilight zone i'll get into more detail later on the new season six episodes so that's kind of cool um and it, the sixth season all of this kind of ties into video games because it's all about technology it was basically like what if we could do the twilight zone for tech heads like tech like you ever sit around with someone and go you know this would be really cool if i could just do this if i could just teleport there Right. And you're like, oh, that would be great. What a great technology to have. You know, just screw – you don't have to drive anywhere. But it, then it goes into the that's cool, but what would be the unanticipated consequences of that kind of technology? Right. Kind of like the, kind of like the fly. Uh, kind of like Jurassic Park. It's like what would be really cool but then fucking twisted? And that's what that's what every story is about. So anyway, I'll talk about much, much later. But it was really fucking cool. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely worth checking. out. I love finding little crazy things like that on Netflix where I heard a, a whisper of something and I'm like, oh, I'll go to the, I'll check that out later. I don't know what that is. I, I think I heard of it before. And then when I get into it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And then I'm stuck there for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, let's um. Let's get in some movie news. Now, big news right at the top. Um, did you see the Star Wars Rogue One uh, trailer? I did. Yep. So they released some posters where it's like their faces with the Death Star uh, maps all over them. Yeah. Um, and the trailer. And oh, man, what a great trailer, huh? Right. Yeah. Now, in the trailer, they kind of talked about – maybe they didn't. But I know at some point they talked about how – her father is really important to the Death Star. Yeah, it was it was in this new one. Yeah, it was in this new one. Okay, all right. And so th- that that was kind of spoiled, but hey, it's you know that that's what's in it. So I I loved that. I loved that part. My favorite shot from the trailer was when they show the Jedi Temple falling over. Yeah, or not temple, but it's like a big the stone statue. statue yeah, thing. yeah. So who know what it was from? But it's ruins. And I loved that. I loved that this is a world where Jedi's and Sith exist, and then suddenly, in one fell swoop, they were wiped out. And now you can tell the Empire is rewriting history by destroying the statues, kind of like what like the Nazis did and whatnot, uh, to rewrite history and, and show them favorable. I got all of that from that one image. Like, they obviously destroyed this and and you know 
And it was just a cool shot of them going over the sand. I bet some guy was like, hey, let's just put this cool little scene in here. And that did that. That made the whole trailer for me. Right. Yeah, I thought it was great. What did you think? I loved it. I like the more the more I see of this, especially the way they've done it, because they keep showing they show enough variety without over like there's not it's the way trailers are supposed to be. Here's glimpses of each different part of the film without really telling you anything about it. Exactly. I, I don't feel like we got that much of a story except for it. We, we don't know any more than what we did going into this film. It's going to be about how a group gets the Death Star plans or tries to get them. And and I feel like they have told us nothing else. Right. And they've only shown us like like that dude's blind, but he's fighting and like, you know, and, and just cool character moments. That's what it seems like. Cool little character moments you get from from the characters. Uh, you kind of get a, an idea of their personality, just a taste, but nothing for the story. We don't know how they're connected or how it comes about. You know, they showed a little bit more character stuff with her in this one. What's what's the what's the character's name? Jane. Jane Erso. Jane. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. So the, the less I know going into it, the the better off I am. And like I said, I, the scene that got me the most excited was the, the statue just toppled over. Like how oh, that was such a cool scene. Like I wouldn't like, and I, you know, it would be cool if in the movie, they just they show that scene. They don't explain it. They don't. And it's just something that we think about afterwards and we analyze. And then suddenly it's in a comic book or it's in a, it's in a novel that they go to that place. And then, then they get into the details. That's what I love about it. I, that's really cool. Right. Yeah, just just lore building on top of it. It, I don't know. It reminds me of like World of Warcraft, where like they'll just have a big statue there, destroyed, and they won't explain it until an expansion later. And like, oh yeah, that's where blah 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 fell to Earth or something. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought it was really cool. Um, but yeah, man, that that was awesome. I, have you have you watched any of the new Rebels? No, no, I am I am criminally behind on Rebels. I don't know if I should say something because it's kind of a spoiler. I well then don't. Cause I, I don't, oh I, man! I, it, let's just say there's a scene in one of the last episodes, not the very last one before this show airs, but the one before it. It has to do with, uh, uh, oh man, what's the main guy's name? The kid. Oh, um, slip him, slip in my tongue I here. I, I, my I, tongue. I forgot. I totally um, forgot. It's it, yeah, I. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, man. Is it Jade? Not Jaden. Um, but it's oh. uh, Ezra. 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 Thank you. Yes. It, it, just, so you know you what know. happened with him and Maul? And there's this scene, and I won't say how it comes to it or how they do it, but they both have a vision, and it's of the future. And you don't see what the vision is, but just the things they say, you're just like, what is going to happen this season? And, 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 oh, man, it just it sets up the coolest, like, hint at at what's going to happen and you're like okay I'm on board nice. and every uh, the more I watch of it the more I'm convinced Maul was still alive Darth Maul was still alive um, during the Luke and stuff like that and man I don't know I'm just I'm excited uh, it's it, it's it's been a, it's been a really good season so far um, definitely got my attention and then when they do those five minute moments of the episodes and it gets super into the lore i'm just like holy shit this is something we've never seen before you know <laughs> it, it really was so yeah so um that was really cool nice we 
Yeah, we got some Predator news. And before we get into the news, do you listen to the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast? I, I, on occasion, but I haven't lately. Why? What happened? He, dude, it's funny because one of my, uh, one of my bosses, I was talking to him about listening to podcasts and, and I remember I, we went to, I went to NXT and I told you about it and, um, I told my boss I went to NXE and he goes, you know, there's this podcast I listen to. He goes, I don't really watch wrestling anymore, but it's the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. And he just has on the most interesting people and they talk about whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. So I started listening to Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. He had Jesse the Body Ventura on this week. Oh, my God. That must have been amazing. Yes. And it's not as crazy as you think. Like he actually is in this. He's everything he says is you're like. That's not crazy at all. That actually sounds really smart. Oh, he doesn't um, go into his UFO theories. No, he. Well, maybe that's part because this is part one. Part two is next week. Okay. So they keep it grounded. They talk about wrestling, but then they talk about him doing the Predator and him doing movies and how you know the reason why he's actually not in the WWE anymore is because he owns the rights to Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, so much so that if he does anything with the WWE, um. Like if he, that's why he's not invited to WrestleMania or something like that, because he would collect, I guess, on that 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 later on. Yeah. The way he put it or whatnot, um, and he was one of the only wrestlers that did that because he was the first guy to go to Vince and say he has an agent, and he owns his character and whatnot. So, uh, because he was Jesse the Body Ventura before he went to the WWE. Right. Um, and he was the first person to go, hey, uh. I have an agent and all this other stuff and I own the rights and took him to court and won. Um, so anyway, he goes into doing, talking about the predator and how he was in Vietnam himself. And so he just kind of put his mindset back to being in predator and, you know, how far apart you have to be from the other person, you know, and he would argue with the director saying, well, this doesn't make sense. We're all bundled together. One guy with a clip would kill all of us. That's not how they do it in Nam. And so he was, he's like, but then he had to realize it's for a movie. They got to make sure certain people are in certain shots. I don't know. But uh, I thought that was really interesting. So check out the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast with it. It was really cool. Nice. But anyway, we got some Predator news. Yeah. Um, so Benicio Del Toro is out. He had, he had been in talks to star in it, and apparently he passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Boyd Holbrook is going to do it. And this boy is busy. Yes. Yes, he's, absolutely. He was in Narcos. And, he's going to be in, he's going to be in Logan. He's, and now he's going to be in the, in the predator. Like he's, he's yep. working. He really is. He's a great actor. He's really good. Yep. So that's, you know, you can't have Del Toro. Might as well have, uh, this guy. He's really good. I loved him in, uh, Narcos. Nice. I still have to finish it. I've only watched part of the first season, but the, he was one of the standouts from the beginning. You know, he, he narrates a lot of it too. So like, I don't know, it's really well done. Um, yeah, I got some Logan news. Uh, image shows, uh, Steven Merchant as, uh, what is it? Caliban? Caliban. Caliban. Yeah. Yeah, we saw this character in Apocalypse, so they're recasting him apparently. Did we? He was the uh, he was the informant guy. Huh. Oh yeah, he looked weird. Yeah, that was Caliban. Oh okay, so they're recasting him. Apparently. Okay. All right. 
Well, there we go. Um, we got some fantastic Beast news. Uh, film series expands to five films. Yeah, it was going to be like they, they were like, we're doing the first film, but there's probably going to be more than one. And then like a week later, they were like, yeah, it's going to be a trilogy. OK, cool. And then, you know, a couple of years passed and now they're like, you know, it's going to be five films. And as big a fan of the the of the Potter versus I am even I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's right. let's let's not put the carriage before the invisible horses here. Right, seriously. Well, it was three books, right? It was it was a part of a textbook. Huh. This is based yeah, this this film is not actually based on anything. It's it's completely it tells the story of the guy who wrote the who wrote one of their textbooks. Okay. So it's a completely, like, all of this is going to be brand new. I wonder if, do you think it's all going to take place in that time period, or does he actually live, no, he would be way too old. He would, no, no, no. I think it'll, it'll, it'll go for, for a, for a handful of years. It'll stretch, right. and, it, and it won't be, like, the same, like, well, one year, and then the next year, and then the next year. I think there'll be a stretch of time. But um, I don't. I. It's all going to be prequel era. They're not going to get. They're not going to go past the forties. I wouldn't think. Do you think it's going to get to a point where people are going to be like, we want to see the original three in the in a film again? I. I think they're. I, I think they're always at that point. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I. I gotta imagine there's some pressure to be like, can we do a time travel story or what can we do to connect these? Well, and it's you know I. I, you know, that story's told like it's, 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 it's done. And, and the good thing about the reason that we're not going to get anything like that is because of Rowling's involvement okay. is how, how she's kind of steering the ship creatively on this. Gotcha. So it's, it's going to be her, her vision. She's, she's done the screenplay and she's, yeah, she's, she's kind of the godfather of this, of this property. So if there's. The, the stories are going to be whatever it is that that pass that that she wants told. Do you think we're going to see any one from the from the original movies like Hagrid or I mean I don't even know how their age works. That's nah, that's going to be too old. We may uh, we're gonna we may see Dumbledore and the uh, and his okay. evil equivalent that they okay. they hinted at in the in the uh, in the last set of films. Okay. We okay. we may see him, but they're like you know he's pretty much the only one old enough really to to be back that far. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I'm definitely gonna be checking it out. It's actually just a few weeks out, right? Yeah. 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 But it, I think be... it's gonna be that one, and then um, uh, no, what str is it? Uh, strange is first. Right, Doctor. Oh, Doctor Strange. When is Doctor Strange? Uh, November what eighth? I think. Yeah. Really. I think it's November eighth. November eighth. Okay, so. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Now, maybe wrong. On a Tuesday? No, that doesn't make sense. No, then yeah, that wouldn't be right. Then it'd be. Right. What? Uh, the... fourth. Oh, the fourth. Okay. Oh hell! So it's in what two weeks? Two weeks. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Yeah, so and yeah, then I think weeks. it's 
Yeah, because I think Fantastic Beast is the 18th. I think that's where I was getting that from. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm going to a festival on the 4th, so I'll see it sometime that weekend. Maybe when I get back. Um, what go on the 3rd? Should... Go to the midnight. <laughs> no, I'm going to need as much energy as I can. Those, I don't know. i got to plan this one out. I, the years before when I've gone, we did the whole day, and I don't think I'm going to be doing that. Definitely going to think I'm going to be like, all right, it's 6 o'clock in the evening, time to go there and relax for a few hours and then head home. Not an all-day <laughs> shenanigans with a bunch of people. Just, uh, it's a mess. But, yeah, so I'll see. I'll definitely be seeing it that weekend, though. Man, I can't wait for Doctor Strange. Um, all right. What other news we got here? We got some Lion King news. Yeah. Um, so Jeff Nathanson, uh, who wrote, uh, the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie, uh, is doing the script. Hmm. Okay. Well, I haven't seen the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie, so I can't be a judge of that. No, but he also wrote the last two Rush Hour movies. Oh, no. <laughs> Of all the writers, why would, like, of all the properties? Apparently, they must really dig his, they must have really liked his new Pirates script. I can't imagine. I mean, he's already, he's already in-house at Disney, he's done this thing for him. they must have, they must have looked at him and said, you know what, we really like this. I don't know, man, that's just, that doesn't sound good. Eh, everybody's got a dud or two, you know, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to give... You know, I have I, I'm OK with three strikes when it comes to bad scripts like everybody. Everybody's allowed to have ones where you look at and go, wow, somebody right. wrote this. Like That's true. Because somebody yeah. had to like they're, they're just, you yeah. know, and sometimes you wonder how many of these scripts started as, as spec scripts of just like, here's a wacky, not really well thought out idea. And then whenever they bring somebody in to do the rewrites, they don't change much. Because right. yeah. somebody thinks that that Adam Sandler should still be making movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean we've seen who was the who was the guy that wrote the Green Lantern film, and I remember seeing a film after that where I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, he did do that as well. Yeah. Um. Oh, nuts. Yeah, I can't remember. I have to look it up. Yeah, or maybe it was the director. I'm thinking about. I don't know. Might have been. Yeah, probably, um, it probably could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Some directors or some writers, it's you know, it's whatever. So we'll see. Um, let's see here. What else do we got here? Uh, Logan image show. Oh no, we already did that. We one. did. Yeah, I we did that. One. Yeah. Insert coin documentary about Midway gets trailer. Now I didn't see this. Oh, it's good. Like this. This is because this documentary is about the kind of like the arcade boom of the '90s, and how yeah. and how Midway just kind of headed at Revolution X, Terminator Two, Mortal Kombat. You know, this was oh, all yeah. them. So oh, it's, yeah, definitely. It it, it kind of documents everything they did. WrestleMania, the arcade game, like all that stuff that they did. NBA Jam, you know that was a lot of people. I think have forgotten like Midway was huge. Oh yeah, like, they were. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was deal. what? Who's some of the? It was what? Dave Lang, Adam Boyles, like those those people that are still in the industry. Yeah. Um, that you, I seen it like I see on Giant Bob all the time. That they act Iron Galaxies right out of here or out of Orlando. Um, that's where David Lang and 
and uh, Adam Boyles, who's was with PlayStation as well, and EA. That's where they came from. Um, yeah. So this. Yeah. Yeah, this was a fun documentary. Like I saw this on Kickstarter months yeah. and months ago. And I was like, yeah, sure. What the hell? This sounds really interesting. And uh, yeah. And so now it's got a, it's got a trailer. So it's probably, I think the promised date was estimated like spring next year. I think. Oh, so okay. keep a keep an eye out for it. There there wasn't a release date or anything. It was just like, hey, we've shot a bunch of stuff, so here's a here's a trailer. This project is still alive, kind of thing. Well, hey, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna watch that trailer, and uh, when we get back, we'll talk about Captain Planet. Sound like a deal? Sounds good. Sounds good. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, what other news we got here? Oh, this news came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. Captain Planet, Leonardo DiCaprio's production company, uh, Appen Way, uh, partnering with Paramount for live-action film based on cartoon. This this had been in, in development hell at Sony for years. Right. And it, I mean, it makes perfect sense, though, that in a, in a weird world, or I don't know, in a weird way, you're like, wait, why would he attach himself to that? But if you know anything about Leonardo DiCaprio, like that's his passion yeah. outside of film is is uh, that kind of stuff. Um, and it makes sense. Now, I doubt he'd star in the movie. That would be a fucking shocker. But, you know, who knows? I don't even know who who I'd cast as. Captain America, or not Captain America, but Captain Planet. (laughs) Well, I hear this Chris Evans guy is not bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? He actually probably wouldn't be a bad one. Um, But yeah, man, that'd that'd be super interesting. Um, It's kind of the right time for it, I think, you know, with everything going on uh, with the planet and just gone to shit. And that would be a film you could definitely have some diversity. And, Um, and, And to look at it from a business standpoint, I mean, they're rebooting everything else from that time. I mean, exactly. We've got the power. Yeah, we've got the Power Rangers reboot, which is going in a in a really different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I think it's good. <laughs> I, I I I like it. I do. What did yeah. you What did you say? Max Landis called it. It was Chronicle meets what was it? Chronicle meets Sixteen Candles or something. Chronicle meets the Breakfast. The Club. Breakfast Club. Duh. Breakfast yeah, Club. and it's perfect. It's it is it is perfect. And he's like, this is what you know. He. He said it's pretty obvious that they threw out his script, fired him, and then went into the trash can and grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he, he, of course, he's taking no credit for it. He because it's not anything that he made. But he's like, it's pretty fucking obvious they liked what he did, even though they fired him for his idea, um, which is fucked up. But um, oh well, that's showbiz. That is showbiz. It's, I you mean, know, it he, sucks, he, but uh, I mean, that's that's the way. You know, he. He talks about, yeah, it hurts, you know, especially the Pokemon stuff, like whatever. But he also has his own show on, um, you know, uh, BBC, the Dirk Gently. And he had his script and show sold to Netflix with Will Smith, uh, Brighter. So, like, he's got great stuff coming out. So there's nothing to be, you know, he's he's doing okay. Um, But that's it. I mean, uh, could you imagine being in the business and for years trying to work on something to just it be pulled under the rug uh pulled from under the rug like he was with that and ghostbusters and and pokemon and and stuff like oh man that would be heartbreaking that would be something you would that would wake me up at night going i was this 
close. Yeah, right. To to that, and you know, to greatness or whatever. And he will. He he is accomplished so much at such a young age for being in the business. But you know, as hungry as you see as as he is, that man, that's it's got to be heartbreaking. Totally. Yeah. Um. But uh, let's see. Now I saw this trailer that you posted. Did I you see this trailer? I don't understand it. It was called Best Friends. Um, yeah. May, may, yeah. Would you, would you like it? me to take this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're back. Greg Sestero and Tommy Wiseau have made another film. And if if those names don't ring any bells, then you've never seen The Room, and I feel sorry for you. Nope. Never saw The Room. Oh, my God. It is exquisite. It is so awful. It is it is the epitome of how in the hell did this movie get made? It is so bad. And it's bad it's not just like student film bad where like a bunch of people who didn't really know what they were doing wanted to know what they were doing and so they tried. This is people who had no clue what they were doing, who who you're amazed looked through the right end of the camera. And decided they needed to have some green screen skyline effects, which stop halfway through and restart again. Wow. Like bad wallpaper, basically. It's like, oh, we've gotten to the end of the pattern. We have to start over at the beginning of the pattern, which doesn't match with where the pattern ends. Oh, it's all. Oh my god, that movie is amazing. If you have not seen it, you have to. If for no other reason than to look at it and go, oh my god, somebody made this film. Because you're going to want to call every movie you've ever seen and said was the worst movie ever and apologize. Episode 1, Green Lantern, all of them. Like, you're, you're going to want to call them up and be like, dude, I, I, my bad. Like, I, I didn't know. Oh, it's, That's oh, it's, crazy. oh, it's a masterpiece. It's, did you uh, know? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, it's just it's just so awful. <laughs> Did you know that Seth Rogen and James Franco are making a movie about a book that they made called The Masterpiece, which was behind the scenes of The Room? I am so not surprised. <laughs> it says here that uh, a film adaptation, The Masterpiece, is being developed by Seth Rogen and James Franco, directing, producing, and starring as Tommy Wasso or whatnot, um, along with Dave Franco as Greg Cicero. It's based off a book called The Disaster Artist, which was an award-winning 2013 nonfiction book written by Greg and Tom uh, reveals the troubled development of the production of the 2003 cult film Room. So they're making a movie based on the book, based on the events of them making that terrible movie. Yeah, it's it's a it's I love that it's a movie based on the book, based on the behind the scenes issues surrounding the making of this movie. Yes, <laughs> and so. it's perfect. You would expect nothing less of this movie. Like that's, that's that is so perfect on absolutely every level. It really is, man. I think I think you've come around to appreciating James Franco a little bit more. I, I over look. The years. I, I I I don't I don't like him as a person. I've I've <laughs> fairly rarely ever have anything positive to say about him outside of his <laughs> acting. 
but I can't like I can't argue with the fact that he's good. I can't. I would love to. I wish I could, but like he's the last handful of everything I've seen him in. And the interesting the thing that turned me around on him was Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh, really? He was good in that. And that was at the peak of like I really hate James Franco. And then I saw this and I was like, "Oh, crap." Cuz he was. <laughs> you still, he was, he you still was, haven't seen the 112263, have you? I have not. No, I imagine he's good in that. That's probably one of my favorite of his cuz it's it's mostly him and it's just it gets you it gets you wrapped in and you're like, "I want to know what this guy is going to do in the past." Nice. Um and it's such a cool story. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things of him. He's so weird, but you know, it's it. But honestly, Spring Breakers. You've seen Spring Breakers? Yes, yes, I terrible have. movie. But the, his portrayal of that guy. Oh, it's, is it's just, yeah. It's hilarious. It is, and it's. I don't know. It's the movie. I thought the movie was shit, but <laughs> he was my favorite part about that film. Just because there's people like that out there that literally take themselves that that seriously. Yeah. And I actually, I think it was based off of a real person. Um, oh, that whole movie was based on real events. Like Riff Raff, I think is the rapper's name was. Yeah. And I, I remember looking at like a video of Riff Raff and I'm like, holy shit. It is the, it, he plays a guy called Alien or whatever. It is the exact character of Riff Raff. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised he didn't get sued, but damn was it not good it was uh, that his portrayal of that character was like he's dead on you know white rapper that caught up with fucking teenagers <laughs> it's, i don't know i thought it was really cool uh, yeah. that his portrayal of it was the movie was shit though <laughs> um but yeah man um let's see here what else we got we i think that's it for the movie news we can move on to some tv um this jesus netflix just they have so much money. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Netflix uh, platform secures Chris Rock's next two comedy specials for a reported $40 million. Yeah. Well, they had to throw some big money to get him away from HBO. That's true. And yeah. and, and I'll tell you what. I, I <laughs> It makes me crazy that when I go to Netflix and I'm like, okay, I want to watch a comedy. I have to wade through pages of stand-up specials. Yeah, it makes me true. nuts. Even and and I know you know. Well, dude, by subgenres, shut up. It's not the point. Like, no, honestly, Netflix for the platform as big as it is, it has the shittiest, like, like way to move around. Yeah, it needs. There's so much hidden content. Yeah, like there's no way that I go to one genre and there's 16 movies in that genre. No, it's there's like no, uh, no. Even even when I load all of them, like I'll go to I'll go to like dramas and just scroll down and hit the end. And I'm like, okay, there were a couple hundred movies here, fine, but I know you have more than this. I know you do. Well, maybe I'm doing it wrong because like I feel like I'm only seeing I have to slide to the right. Cons- it should come up as a big grid, like a big. I don't even know a grid that just constantly scrolling down where I can look at ten movie posters at a time it's it's under um, it's under browse man on the playstation are you just doing i is there not a I, god i haven't used the playstation app in so long i don't long. know maybe i'm doing it wrong so you go to browse and then you go to genre and then it just shows you yeah i mean that's the way i do it because i watch on my i watch on my laptop 
Okay, maybe I'm maybe I need to look. Maybe I'm just not hitting browse. I'm going like down where it has like, you know, movies you've seen or mo- you know, and then right. it says yeah, like those only give you like the the top couple dozen results maybe. Yeah, I just hate that. I'm like, come on, I know there's better in here, and I gotta always search. But I, 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 you know, I miss like going into a blockbuster and just scrolling through and going, you know what? I've never seen this Macaulay Culkin film. I might as well give it a shot, you know, like or, or just something just you catch you got off guard that you thought oh you know what i never saw that in 2008 uh and i I could watch it now but i yeah i guess the way i'm scrolling through it i'm like i'm missing so much stuff i'm like i'm here for you know i'm i'm in the horror section and there's like a couple dozen movies and i'm like i know there's more than this (laughs) yeah so i no, there's gotta be a there's gotta be a way to do that there like i said i haven't used the playstation app in so long i just wish it would but that's but again that kind of speaks to the same thing of like it shouldn't be you you shouldn't no. have to try to figure it out right exactly and you know I maybe I'm just a big dumb dumb and I didn't hit browse but it, that shouldn't be the first option it should, when I go down to horror I should be able to click horror and then suddenly get all the movies maybe in you know release or maybe like the top ones or I should be able to switch that to like show hey top releases you know show um right because you, you can know, do all that a year yeah because you can do that on the uh you can do that on your laptop like you, you know what the you know what the fucked up thing about this is and i'm sorry i'm cussing so much this episode but the screwed up thing is i go to my brother's house he's got an unlocked fire stick oh so he's got he's everything like, and the way they do it on the Fire Stick is perfect because it's like, if it would, if Netflix could just mirror that, but with you know the content that they legally have, it'd be perfect because it goes year, genre, blah blah blah. You go to year, bam, it shows you all the movies in that year. Right. So I, I wish I could go to Netflix and pick 2007, and it shows me everything they have in 2007. So I can go, I've seen this, I haven't seen that, I have seen this, I haven't seen that, and bam, done. Or genre, and then it lists the movies, and it has a little poster next to them. I it just it baffles me that a free thing that someone created in their basement and put on a fire stick is better than something that Netflix, a company that's worth millions that we can tell, look at this 40 million for two specials can't, can't adjust. Um, and you know, I'll always pay for Netflix. They might as well. I wish there was an option that just said like pay until I wish I could. Is there a way you can pay for a year? I, I would think there'd have to be, wouldn't there? I kind of want to do that because I see it every month and I'm like, what is – you know, I just wish I could just pay for a year and be done with it and not think about it for another year because that's something that I just won't ever get rid of because it's just the amount of content now they're producing. Right. A few years ago, I wouldn't have said that, but now – Yeah, they've really stepped up in the last like five years for sure. Yeah. Definitely, because it's just constantly there's constantly a new show, and you know Black Mirror is another example of something that I discovered over the weekend out of the blue. I don't know why. I maybe someone mentioned it to me in the past. I'm sure they have, but you know I I I think I saw the trailer for the third season and I was like this looks cool, and I had no idea it was an anthology series. And then I looked it up real fast, and I loved how the creator was like, yeah, we treat each season like a mini film festival. I I loved that idea. He was like, the new season especially, every episode is its own genre. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. Like that's like what a cool concept. And it's the best. uh, You know, I I, uh, went over to my mom's for dinner on Sunday, and I was like mom you gotta check out the show and she's like well they don't like where you have to sit down and watch you know all of this stuff 
back to back and memorize it and and then you're and then you're sucked in and then you can't take a break um my mom does but uh, you know uh, guy she's dating really doesn't and so i'm like the best thing about this is each is its own story so i was like watch episode three from season one they did loved it and i was like watch any of the other ones in any order you want pick one that sounds interesting and so they started doing that so they can watch it at their own time their own leisure and i was like that's cool no that no other show's doing that nice yeah yeah i thought it was super cool i'm like this and it makes perfect sense that now netflix purchased it from the bbc or Probably. however they did it now it's being released on netflix and not bbc yeah and before yeah. we go on break real quick uh the guy who wrote the screenplay for green lantern a uh, guy by the name of Greg Berlanti. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, him and uh, Mark Guggenheim, who does a lot of Arrow. Well, you know who I was thinking of? Who were you and thinking maybe, of? And maybe it's the new Thor movie, but it was the guy who did um, the the oh, things where what we do in sh- what we do in the shadows. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's the new Thor. Do in the shadow. That's what that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, why uh, why Waikiki Waitiki Waikiki I think. Yeah, but I also think he was attached to Green Lantern, right? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, he was Green Lantern, two thousand eleven. Was he? Yep. What was he? Um. He was. Oh, he's not a writer. Was he a producer, maybe? Uh, hold on. Was he an extra? Uh, the, 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 hold on. <laughs> was he a key grip? What was he? Doing? Well, I'll tell you yeah. what. You you look that up while we're on break. Yes. Uh, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, on the break, I've discovered the guy Tom from um. Uh, what we do in the shadows. He was actually an actor in Green Lantern. He wasn't a writer or anything like that. So that was my mistake. But, yep. All right, let's move on to some, the TV news. So we talked about Chris Rock and Netflix. Um, there was some Iron Fist news. Yeah, uh, Carrie Ann Moss says that her character, uh, Jerry Hogarth, uh, to use her words, has an extremely important role in uh, Danny Rand's life. Okay, which would which would make sense. I mean, he comes from that very, up uh, very, you know, upper class blue blood family, mm-hmm. and no. she she would be that kind of lawyer. Like that would be her kind of clientele. You would think, right? So I would imagine there's some kind of professional connection there, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's cool. I uh, definitely can't wait for that. Um, let's see here. Big Little Lies 2017 limited series gets a trailer. Now, I don't know anything about this. What's Big Little Lies? It's it's a new HBO series that is on the beach. I mean, that's pretty much all I got. It's based on a book because, uh, you know, everything has been ever, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, I mean, I know nothing about it. Like, it looks like a drama. Like, it's not... It, it, it's It's just a... It's it's not some over the top crazy anything. It's just like, hey, these people live in a in a coastal town and there's drama because it's HBO. So. Right, right. Yeah, it shows a girl meets another girl. Something to do with ex husbands. They're growing closer. Someone's physically abused. Um, tracking down someone's father. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Dude, have you been watching Westworld? I have not. Oh I am behind. I, I, I know, I know. If anything, you need to watch Westworld so we could talk about it. Holy shit, is it good. Yeah. Oh, all right. So anyway, um, <laughs> Lifeline, new YouTube Red sci-fi series announced starring The Rock. Because he's not busy, you know. <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. Like this dude, I, he's got – he's doing – he really has like eight projects going at once here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really does. Yeah, YouTube Red's blown up. I saw um, – you probably don't know Jesse Cox. You know who Total Biscuit is? He does uh, – like he's a YouTube channel for um, for PC gaming mostly, but he – you know, he plays consoles as well. But he's mo- mostly focused on PC gaming. Um, Total Biscuit, have you, have you ever heard of him? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so he has a podcast that he does every week called The Co-Optional Podcast. He does with Dodger and he does with Jesse Cox. And Jesse Cox to me – is by far one of the funniest personalities, not only on YouTube, but that I've ever seen before. Um, he, you know, uh, if I could go on a tangent for just a second. Go for um, it. You know, for years when I heard YouTube personalities and stuff like that, I used to get this weird taste in my mouth, like, like I'm too old for that shit. Like, that's not funny to me. That's not my kind of entertainment. That's not how I like to ingest things. Yeah. Because um, it always screamed immature when you see – as much as I respect PewDiePie because of what he's done and how much money he's made, and he knows his gimmick, he knows he sells it to children, and now those children are a little bit older, so he's changed it a little bit. I respect the hell out of him, but his stuff was always a little bit too immature. Um, a, a lot of those um, YouTube stars where they're just like a PewDiePie, you know, they're just and making noises and stuff like that. It's clear they cater towards more of a younger audience with Minecraft. And now they've gotten actually a little bit more mature. I love when PewDiePie gets serious in some of his videos, when he talks about like what it's like being on YouTube and stuff. That's the kind of stuff that I like to watch of his. But anyway, um, Jesse Cox changed all that for me. Because here was a guy, he's just a dude, looks a little bit like me, (laughs) you know. Uh, He was a teacher um, now, and then he was a, um, he was a tutor, uh, for kids in like the inner city and stuff like that. And his sense of humor is just so dead on, just so spot on. Like the way, the way he throws in a joke during the podcast or whatever they're doing. And it's done in such a way that it's just like, fuck, that's genius. And that's hilarious. What, what he, and he does voices and stuff, but he doesn't do it in an immature way. He does it as in like, Holy shit, wouldn't it be funny if blah, 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 blah. So anyway, 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 he changed the way I looked at that kind of stuff. So if, you, if you're listeners, if you ever get a chance, go watch some of Jesse Cox's videos. I wouldn't even know where to start. He does Fan Fridays where every Friday he plays a game that uh, someone submits and says, hey, play this. And a bunch of people will submit it. Um, and he always just fucking wacky go maybe go watch his minecraft it's his first time playing that game and he's just like what is this <laughs> like this is stupid as shit i i know i'm rambling here but but he's hilarious and it's it's back to what we were just talking about this week he announced that he is a show on youtube red with dan Harmon. do you know who dan Harmon is uh community right community yeah so he's got a show about uh a couple of kids who's trying to get into esports. So oh, it's is e-sports this the? Sitcom. Yeah, okay, yeah, I saw something about this. 
Yeah, and so the YouTube personalities, Game Grumps, um, they're all like based out of LA. And he is writing and starring and directing or whatever in the show. I'm not sure. It's it's Jesse Cox's show, but he's working with Dan Harmon. Um, and I don't think he's starring in it, but he's somehow behind the scenes. He's probably a writer on it. Um, but I think he's like the creator. I know I'm all over the place, but I, I heard him talking about it. it. He's the creator. I know that for a fact. I'm sure he's writing and whatever, but he's the creator. And yeah, it's about a, a, a couple of kids that are really good at, at esports, but they're not in the they're not in the spotlight. They're not in the league yet, and they're trying to get into it. And I thought that's such a cool idea. Like that's such a a fun idea. And you know, it was a little bit um, I, I don't know I don't know the words. It it, 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 it it solidified that. I knew that guy had something special that he wasn't just some random YouTube personality that, you know, kids out of high school would watch after school and laugh like, no, Jesse Cox is funny as fuck. And I think this, this makes it a little bit more official that he's working with someone like Dan Harmon. Right. Um, on, on a, on a show like that. It's like, okay, now it's a little bit more official. Highly recommend it. Go watch his, his, him playing PT. It's hysterical. And it's not like an immature hysterical. It's like, this guy is funny to watch. One of the rare people that I've actually sat down and I've enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, I can't just mock this kind of stuff anymore. Cause I'd be like, who would sit and watch someone play a game? That, that's stupid. Um, and no, absolutely not. If the guy's funny and not, not over the top, but just funny, it's it's the best. So yeah, I subscribed to his channel and I thought it was I thought it was really cool. So that's my little tangent about that stuff. So yeah, I just I was surprised that YouTube Red uh, uh, did that. Um, now with YouTube Red, I heard you get it for free if you have. Um, oh no, what was it? You get it's, it's, it skips the ads, right? Right. But you get it for free with something else. I forgot what it was. I, I I don't know. There was some okay. I'll I'll come back to that later. There was something that you get free for YouTube Red. It, it, I know it skips the ads. Oh, you get a, you get to listen to the music or something like that. There's yeah. There's YouTube Music too. I think. Right, I think that's all bundled in. And you know about the um the Twitch and Amazon, right? I I remember Roma. Didn't Amazon buy Twitch? Well, Amazon bought Twitch, and what they've done is. If you are an Amazon Prime um, subscriber, okay, each month for free, you can select a Twitch user to to subscribe to, and I think it's like what four ninety nine for anyone's subscription. So like, let's say you're a big fan of Jesse Cox, you can set him as your free subscription. So you get all the stuff you get for his channel as if you subscribe to it. So no ads all the whatever stickers, all the free content that he throws to his subscribers, whatever the hell he does for his subscribers. Each each Twitch star is different. Um, and it has made so much money for Twitch people because suddenly you go from so many subscribers to overnight thousands more because it's like it's free to the person and it does nothing. It basically just goes, I like that person. I want to support him. Amazon, please give this money to them, and and no money is transferring out of your account. Right. It's all included in the Prime. And overnight, these people who play Twitch are just like, free money. Holy shit! <laughs> all of this money is is and and the, and the person watching, 
nothing came out of their account. It's all part of what they pay for with the Prime. Right. I thought that was so cool. I was like, holy shit. So, you know, maybe not do someone big, but if you're Prime and there's, you know, someone local or someone you know that does Twitch, subscribe to them. Give them free money. It's not – you've already paid for Prime. Uh, might as well give them the, the, you know, however much it is a month. Um, so I thought that was super cool. Totally. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, man, Lifeline. I don't even know what that would be about with the Rock. <laughs> it's um, it's about life insurance agents who are sent thirty three days into the future to protect their clients from having accidents. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a funny concept. That that sounds like something that would be for YouTube Red. Right. That's like so oddly specific. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I could see that being a short, you know. 15 minute show or something like that or, or something like that but I mean what's I just keep thinking about the rock and like how I just did he get a taste of stuff like that doing those Ford commercials yeah that's what I'm thinking <laughs> he was he was part of what was it the mechanics or whatever it was and he was like hey you know what there's something to this <laughs> right 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 yeah, no, it's 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 a funny idea when you're saying it. I was like, like you said, oddly specific, but I could totally see someone making a short little TV show about it that, you know, can survive in YouTube Red. Yeah, um, that's cool. But um, before we move on, we we're gonna take another break. Uh, when we get back, we'll finish up TV news, and we'll get into video games and then reviews. Uh, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And we got some more YouTube Red News, uh, Impulse series, sequel series to Jumper coming to YouTube Red uh, from director Doug Lyman, or Lehman. So this is weird. Yeah, they're, it's basically they're just doing a TV show spinoff from Jumper. Okay. It was a cool concept. I mean, that's a lot of CG for like a, a YouTube show. I Yeah. Unless they, I mean, what is he teleporting? That's really it. So maybe they've, maybe like, it's not that hard to show that in a show. Well, I mean, look how they did it in Powers. Like that worked. Okay, that's true. You're yeah, right. That you're got right, the point right. across on a budget. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you have to. It's not like flying or something like that. Right. Well, they even did that on a budget too. That's true. That's true. You're right. You are right. Um, let's see here. We got some Walking Dead news. Uh, yeah, they've already renewed it for season eight. Of course they did. They might as well just put like, we've renewed to season 10. Like, just make it official because we know it's going to keep going and keep going. Well, but I think part of that is because of, of, I think that's a contractual thing. Like, because they don't have, you know, it's not like a sitcom where you're going to have the same characters for years. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all, I, I I imagine the show could keep on going. They could kill off every character that started the show, which they almost have, um, and continue going, you know, with new characters. Uh, you know, maybe call it something different, I guess. But now you'd hate to rebrand like that's especially with something this big. Like it worked fine when they did it for It's a Living back in the '80s, but I mean, that's right. You know, not with something like this now. No, you're right. No, I don't mean lose The Walking Dead. I mean, like, Walking Dead, the second coming. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Night of the Walking Dead. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, season eight. Um, the season f- premiere starts, what, this weekend? 
uh, next, I think. No, yeah, this week. Yeah, it's this this Sunday, the twenty third. Yeah. Now I know, I know we heard rumors that we might not find out who uh, Lucy Lucille gets um, until halfway through the first season, which would suck. No, 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 no. They said they're gonna address that at the top. Oh, good. good. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna. Yeah, oh we're... no, we're gonna know the first uh, during the premiere. Oh yeah. Good. Yeah, I don't want that to drag on. I want to get it over with, hide, uh, you know, uh, under a pillow until it's all done with because I do not want to see anyone's brains getting beat in. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Move on and, you know, pray that it's not, you know, probably two people that I don't want it to be. Right. I'm, um, I'm torn between two. You have – and it's and it's really – it's it's the same two I think that everybody's thinking. Is it the same guy in the comics or is it somebody from the show who's going to elicit the same reaction? Exactly. I honestly hope it's the guy from the comics over the guy from the show. I, I, um, yeah, but I don't know. I could, anyone I, but that person I will be okay with. Yeah, And I could take anyone. a slightly tertiary character too. Like if they decided to make it Abraham or something, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I would be fine with that. Abraham, I've I've actually grown to really like Abraham. And, you know, there was a lot of building up to, like, him going, you know what? I could have a life outside of this. And then now we can watch it get all fucking torn to hell. Yeah. Because um, he's, he's in that last episode. He's asking about, like, ba- like babies. And he's like, man, did you ever think about having a baby? And, like, he's all about it. And now we could <sighs> – we, we could watch all that die. So who knows, man? It's It could be anybody. Um, just – if it is that person that we all love, I will be pissed. <laughs> I, I will that. I mean, I honestly, do you think a studio would work like? I, I can't imagine they they would sit back and go, "Hey, this would be fun, but we would lose a lot of viewers. Let's do it anyway." Well, I can't I, imagine they would do that. Well, look at what they did in the comic, though, man. I mean that it, was that's different though. That's totally different. I not from a storytelling standpoint. I don't think so. The, the guy from the comic wasn't as over as this guy we're talking about from well, the show. Uh, yeah, and that's a fair point. But I don't. I can't think of anyone in in any show right now that is as over as this guy. <laughs> well, I I go I go back to Game of Thrones. Look at look at who they who all they've killed. But the the people that. The people that they killed, the people that they killed, they knew we knew going in who the, who those people are going to be. the The one person they knew they couldn't, I would say, is Peter Dinklage. It's like as if they killed Peter Dinklage off in the second season. You would be like, the fuck, like, <laughs> like that would because he's so over, he's so loved. Right. Um, the ones that we love now, we didn't even like in the first season, or at least, you know, it was like, oh, that guy's kind of cool, but we didn't know he would be, you know, what he, we didn't know he would do what Jon Snow did in the last season, that big epic battle. That True. Did. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Maybe the people who read the comic knew, or read the comic, read the book knew that, but me, <clears throat> as a non-book reader, I had no idea. Now we hadn't. We the books haven't gotten that far yet. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, they might have had an idea by the end of whatever book that he did. Like, okay, this guy's really important. Um, well, yeah, because had... the last, you know, mild spoiler alert, the last book ended where the season before this one ended. So we were all in the same place. Right, right, right. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think Walking Dead, Yeah, I think it's, oh, man, if they do that, I mean, 
again, that's something people would talk about forever, but I just hope it's not. I hope they don't do it just to just to be a big shock because that would suck. That well, but that would you have to. I mean, you have to take a character like Negan into perspective, though. He's he's had the lay of the crew, and he's not going to. His whole thing is he wants to make a point. So what's right. going to make a point? Is Abraham going to make a point? I doubt it. Is Morgan going to make a point? I doubt it. Is Rick going to make a point? Yeah, but not the right point. And then you look at some of the others, and, and are they going to make a point? Yeah, they could. So, you know, roll, roll the dice and see which one you come up with. Right. Yeah, I mean, part of me... it. Part of me wants me to be someone different from the comic to keep it a surprise. Right. But the other part is very overwhelmingly saying anyone but him. Right. <laughs> you know. And like, it, and then you know, there's somebody like Eugene where like he's finally, like I I get why narratively that would work because they you know they're like well he's finally started to show some backbone we can't have that. But but by the right. same token, it's like I don't. I'd, I think that we would need more time with him for it to really be impactful because we had so long with him just being, you know, fairly cowardly and, and especially finding out what we find out about him. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't like him. And you spend a lot of time not liking him. And now we've just started to say, well, you know what? Yeah, maybe he's not awful. Right, he's growing on you a little bit. Yeah, but I, 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 you know, and his arc gets really interesting in the comic way later on. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if they'd want to, you know, it, the, it, the, the, it's just crazy because the character that we like the most, he has no room in the comic, so they could continue telling that story, and he doesn't fit into anything, and that's what to me makes it so dangerous because yeah. he is someone they could get rid of, and it's not going to change any possible stories that they're going to pull from the comics. Right, and but... that's scary. That's like fuck. Like he could go at any moment. Um, and I guess that's the point. You know, that's well, this but is TV. I, right. But I mean, the other thing too, you know, we don't have Andrea anymore. Who was who is way bigger in the comics? That's true. So I mean, they you know they're they're telling their own narrative, so they could, you know, there there are a handful of things like Rick and Carl are not going anywhere. Right, uh, that's a safe bet. Well, I mean, it could be caught. I don't know, think the, so. <laughs> I don't think so either, but they've been hinting at it with all the little Carl things they've been showing. Yeah. Like him back in the first season and then him losing his his eye and oh I, I get what they're doing. They're playing with the audience that hasn't read the comics. Right. So they're like, who could it be? It's basically the summer of, you know, who shot Mr. Burns. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and, you know, we just I love that concept that they're doing, but it's it's oh man. When that happens, if you if if this who shot Mr. Burns joke comes back to bite you, I'm calling it right now (laughs) because we all remember who shot Mr. Burns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, why would that come back to bite me? Because what does Maggie have to do with it? Well, there's an option. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that would be funny. Oh man, I oh that see that would come out of left field. That would be, I think, more impactful. That would be a huge swerve, especially and, especially given the last like the especially given what we know now. Like that would 
that it would, would be hurt disturbing. A lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, boy, would it ever. Is that fucked up to say that it would be more disturbing for her than him? Like, I'd rather see a guy get his... Oh, that's just... It's fucked up to even think about, but... Uh-huh. That's what this show will do to you. Yeah, it's just more... Oh, like... And I see, that's the thing. I don't think Glenn would just sit there. Um, that's that's the, that's the one reason why I don't think it would be her. Because I know for a fact he would go, no, kill me instead. He would, but maybe he he's would... like, no, no, that you don't get to choose. Yeah, he could he could like, have him restrained. Like there's right. there's enough guys around there to hold him down. Oh, that's just that's horrible. That's horrible to even think about. But that would actually make me really pissed off. I wouldn't yeah. be able to watch it. I'd have to mute it and not listen to it. Because I, I mean, just the, you know, I I I think back to when he had the moment in uh, in Alexandria, breaking the chair and everything. Just like all of a sudden, you were like, oh, this dude's a badass. Yeah, like just that we saw that he can do kind of that primal fury, just sort of like, all right, and scream. But can yeah. you just imagine? I mean, that's that's going to be up there with 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 what happened to Oberon. Those sounds give me nightmares still. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That was the part. Like the visual was just like, oh, that's gross. But the sound, man, that yeah. scream was just, oh my god. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and I don't want to. Oh man, that, that Maggie, I've grown just. Ugh. I don't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't listen to that or watch that. Or I definitely, if it, if if they if they put it next to her head and ah, that's when I'm muting it because I just I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see that. I'll know that it's her. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, okay, okay. And then once it gets him, to, you know, him talking to Rick, I'll be like, all right, all right, back at it. But I don't want to see that. And then I keep thinking it's it's AMC, so they can't get too. They can't. I don't think they're gonna show it. They're just gonna hear. You're gonna hear it. I, I don't know. They they get pretty graphic. They get graphic with zombies. Well, and I mean, and here's the thing: like, we're not going to see it as it happens, but they'll show they'll you know they'll Maybe, show the yeah. aftermath for sure. That's crazy to even think about because right, a TV show. I, I never thought of it like that. I guess that's true. Yeah. We see them get ripped apart. Oh, that's just crazy to think about. How do they get away with that? No other I, show gets away with that. Well, not a lot of other shows are on AMC, too. That's true. That's true. And Breaking Man, Bad got away with some stuff, too. That's true. Yeah, I, there's just something just primal yeah. and just gut-wrenching about thinking about someone's head getting beaten in with a bat. That it's just – there's there's more – what's the word? There's more there's, – like that's, a, that's an act of – passionate violence if that makes sense i don't know i'm not using the right word but it's it's more it's way more ruthless it's so much yeah. more brutal exactly it's not like a shot is quick it's and it's as that sounds like the thought of, of uh, being beaten in with a bat that's just ugh, that, ugh, that's just crazy to even think about um yeah yeah. So no matter who it is, don't want to see it. But right. especially if it's Maggie, then I'm just muting it. I'm, that's I'm that's it. that's the that's the left field pull. Like somebody like Eugene is the safe choice. Abraham is the mildly controversial choice. They can well, go the co- they can go the comic route, which I you know will still suck. They could go. Well, here's the thing. Did you hear him on? Uh, uh, wait, the creator. What's his name again? Uh, uh, uh Kirkman. Kirkman, yes, Robert Kirkman. Um, he was on that uh, Hardwick show on Comedy Central, the At Jeopardy Midnight. type show. At midnight. 
at yeah, uh, maybe about a year prior, or uh, maybe like half a year or something like that, maybe six months or something. And he said, "Tell us a spoiler on the show." And he said the exact scene from the comic. He said Glenn and blah 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 is gonna get pulled. He said the exact scene, and then Hardwick's like. Did, did you just really do that? <laughs> he's like, that, that's, that sounds really specific. And he's like, oh, no, sorry. that Sorry, I blacked out or something like that. <laughs> that makes me think it's not going to be that. Yeah. Because there's no way he just spoiled the thing on national television. No, no, he's not that. Here. He's not that so, careless. Oh, man. I just – that's why I think it's not going to be Glenn. But, man, what a swerve if it would be his girlfriend. I, I think – I think that's I think that's the way they they go. Like it wasn't, you know, the the thought was like was it going to be Glenn or is it going to be Daryl and I was like they're not I was with you. I'm like it's not going to be Daryl. Yeah. But it's too popular. It's yeah. But I I think that 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 if they chose to to go with a different if they don't stick with the comics and they and they swerve, I think that's the way they'll do it and that will just oh man, watching just yeah. to see Glenn, like that's got to be the most. That will probably be some of the most intense acting he will ever do. And she's pregnant too, right? Yeah. It can't be her. I it could. That, that, this is not a. Be... This is not a, a a a pleasant world. I can't. I if it's is her, I'm gonna be. Now I'm on the fence with her and and. <laughs> Daryl, I really am, because uh-huh. that's—I don't know who I'd rather lose. Oh, she's pregnant. That changes everything. That is—I would be furious, but I guess that's the point. It's supposed to make us feel things. Exactly. That's the idea. You get attached to these characters because that's what good characters do. They make yeah. you feel invested, and you weigh pros and cons like this. Imagine trying to write this. I can't. I can't. I, you know, it was funny. I remember when this was coming out, and I felt like I had to be the cheerleader for it. Like, like guys, you got to check this out. Like, this is some real. I remember some of my friends were like, "It's a zombie show. That's gonna be stupid." Blah blah blah. Could you imagine? Like back, like I had no idea it was gonna be this big. I knew it was gonna be something special, but I didn't think it was gonna take off like it did. Where it's like on lost level. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. When it first came out, like I couldn't get, I couldn't get through the pilot. I couldn't get through the premiere. Oh, really? Yeah, I got to where, where you know, it first cuts to she and Shane in the tent or whatever. And I w- and it was always like, it always happened to be there where I was like, all right, that's kind of boring. Oh, really? And, and it was the same spot twice. And then like the third time I was like, all right, I'll keep watching it. And it was such a, because I wasn't used to, to AMC style shows. Right. I wasn't used to that, that kind of build and, and payoff that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the first, the first episode was more like a movie than anything. Yeah, and, and it was like an hour or an hour and a half. I mean, it was it was I think an hour ten. I think. Okay. Yeah, it was it was. I remember being a little bit longer than normal, and it felt like its own thing. And then it, and then the show started after that. Yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't even meet anybody until the second episode, right? Uh yeah. No, the. The dude and his kid. More, more. No, I mean, right, but I mean, he doesn't meet 
that's what I mean. Like th- that doesn't... entire thing was its own self-contained story. It felt like right. He doesn't get to the group until the the second episode. Right, right. That's what I mean. Like it, yeah, it, it didn't. Re- the show really didn't start with him and all the characters until the second episode, and then we don't. Of course, that comes and turns around and, and meets back way later in the show. Right. Um. But yeah, man, that was that was such a good. Yeah. And the fact that it survived past season two is just baffling. And then it just fucking took off like a a dog, you know, got loose from the yard. Just but yeah, man, good show. Can't wait. Can't wait for this week. And we'll talk about that, of course, next week. Yeah. Um, Let's get into some video game news. Big news for video games this week. Um, Rockstar um, was trickling out news. uh, What the last well, I guess since it's going on air Wednesday, since Monday, um, they Monday they released a you know picture of uh, looked like red paint and it just had the Rockstar symbol, so everyone knew. Oh shit, here it comes, Red Dead Redemption. And then um, Tuesday they released a picture of what looked like a red sunset and then the silhouette of like five cowboys. Um, and then on Tuesday they released a. Uh, you know, uh, an official announcement for Red Dead Redemption 2 coming fall 2017. Trailer will be released on Thursday at 11 a.m. Game to include multiplayer component reportedly named Red Dead Online, which I imagine is going to be much like uh, Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and it, that's cool. I mean, I, I Grand Theft Auto offered enough gameplay for to satisfy me for single player. I imagine it will be the same for red dead where i won't care too much about the online but yeah, the the online was great once they got it working a year after it came out yeah no i mean i just online stuff's not for me unless it's like like destiny or something i don't know yeah. i just i that never really for whatever reason grand theft auto online just did not get my attention i don't care it anything was, like yeah i mean i wasn't like you know i i'm the same way like i'm single player all the way but like it, it just it felt like well you get a house and you get to save up for a car and stuff like that I'm like this just feels like real life like the, the, what you're doing in Grand Theft Auto feels like you're doing outrageous things to get things that you have in real life yeah but then that, you got to plan heists and everything like it, it was their way uh, of doing a co-op mode more or less that's right that's right you do plan heists yeah I don't know maybe I'm weird I guess I'm just a weirdo I don't. I, mi- I like the fantasy setting stuff. I don't like the like modern day yeah stuff. Just doesn't do it for me. That's fair. I'm weird. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> but this looks cool. I mean, I'll be honest. Played some Red Dead Redemption Two. Didn't finish it. Um, I know everybody loves it, and I just wasn't, I guess, in the right place when last time I played it. Um, God, it's been years now. That I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's been like. <laughs> Yeah, I think I played that. Yeah, damn, it has. It's been like what, seven years at least, seven or eight years. Damn, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think now I'm in. That definitely sounds like a game that I'd be interested in uh, playing. So, um, cannot wait. What did you think of the last Red Dead Redemption? I I never really played it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we can jump right in. It gives us a quick. Hey, here are these people, and now we're going off doing a right. 
crazy eight, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare beta opening on all PS for all PS4 owners on October twenty first. So they had the pre order uh, one last weekend, which I thankfully got a code for and played a little bit of it and uh, didn't like it at all. But hey, really? that's yeah. I mean, I've I've never been a fan of Call of Duty multiplayer. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Same old, same old, more or less. It is. Yeah. It is pretty much to me. It felt exactly like last year's call of duty um multiplayer except this time like you're a dog like you could turn into a robot dog and just run through people okay which seems extremely cheap um because you can't really shoot it it's so fast and it's tiny and it's just running through people it's one hit kills um but yeah no it was just you know it felt like call of duty multiplayer i guess i'm I really dig the Destiny stuff, the customization. The maybe it's because it's set in a sci-fi setting and like all the different ways you can jump and do stuff. Um, yeah, it has its grips in me more than the Call of Duty, you know, Advanced Warfare. I don't know. I wish they gave a demo for the single player. I would have been more been more interested in uh, seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> but yep, for all you PS4 owners, it will be available this weekend. Cool. And we got um, some Friday the 13th news. Game delayed until spring 2017 in order to include single-player mode and new map pack. Yeah, it was originally not going to have... Like, it was just going to be the, the online multiplayer, which would have been fine. But uh, yeah. they 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 listened and they were like, look, we found a way to do this within our budget, but we've got to push it from October. It's supposed to be this month yeah. until spring. And everybody went, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So that's yeah. good. That's good news. That's a that's a delay I can get behind where they're like, hey, we're, we're adding in a new mode. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Can't wait for that. Um, now, that's coming out on PlayStation 4, Xbox, and PC, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Maybe it comes out in the VR headset. That'd be awesome. They they they've talked about it. That would be really cool. Yeah. You know what I saw? They have PlayStation VR porn that you download onto. You're supposed to download it onto a flash drive. Right, and then play it, it. Yeah. Put it into your PS4 and play it through the media player. Oh yeah, they've been. Oh yeah, they've been doing that since <laughs> since uh, the Samsung Gear. So I might just for the podcast have to. Uh, come back with a report on what that uh, looked like. <laughs> I, I like. I'm genuinely curious as to like how that because you can do that through 2D platforms. Like they have formatting software for that, but God, does that look weird? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be so interesting. Weird. Yeah, apparently it makes the person look like 12 feet tall. I, I'm oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> so it's, that's going to be like land of the Amazonians or whatever. <laughs> But we'll see. Wait, I'll do it for science in the podcast. Uh, there you just, go. Just, now you're talking. Just, take one for the team. Yeah, t- I'll take one for the team, and uh, uh, I'll make a night of it. Uh, light some candles, of course. But we'll, we'll, we'll. we'll you know, I'll find out. Um, where were we here? Uh, United Front Games uh, Sleeping Dog Studio closes down suddenly, which sucks, man. Sleeping Dogs was so good. Well, and they they just had a game up on Steam early access yesterday. 
Really? Like, I mean, this this was a studio that was working. They were making games. They had one in the pipeline, and all of a sudden it's closed. Wow. Like, there's no... I haven't seen any explanation. I haven't seen any reasonings. Uh, by the time this airs, there may be some murmurings of news. But, I mean, there was... Like, it wasn't like, oh, they were stagnant, or they were, were stumbling on this, and, and so they had to be cut. No, they were actively working on something. That's and weird. just completely out of the blue, gone. That's crazy. So I don't know what happened. I guess they're working on Sleeping Dogs too, it says. I, they were doing that and they were doing like some they were doing like something PC. It was like something thug or something. Oh wow. And it was but, but I mean like it went up on, on Steam early access like yesterday. That is weird. And, and now, like, of course, now you can't like the game is not there anymore. But like, right. I mean, they were they were working, they were they were working on a on a title that they had up there, and and now it's gone. Now that the studio is is no more. Wow. Which is yeah, I guess the, the Sleeping Dog sequel was called Triad Wars. Yeah, which would have been cool. Jeez, that sucks. Yeah, overnight to just. Just take a studio down. That's insane. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> damn. Okay. Well, um, what else we got? Uh, Diablo rumors surrounding Diablo 4 or Diablo 2 HD circulate <clears throat> in advance of BlizzCon beginning November 4th. Here's my here's my guess. We are going to see the announcements of StarCraft HD, Diablo 2 HD, and one of the Warcraft games, HD or Warcraft Four, all announced at BlizzCon this year. I I think I I would agree with like a triple HD pack, you know. Yeah. Star it'll be it'll be Starcraft, Warcraft Three, and Diablo Two HD. Yes, and this will be a way for them to get their audience that have been craving to play those kind of games, but you can't really play them on today's machines, um, and for them to be able to still to put it underneath their uh, network, right? How you play it instead of them downloading it illegally, not illegally, but because you can't really get it anymore. So I don't know if it's illegal, but uh, you know, obtaining it any other way. Now you're going to be able to pay a fee, get all those games, and play them in you know a, a good resolution. Um, those old Warcraft games, you ever play them? No, uh. Uh-uh. Oh man, there was so much fun. The glittering prizes. It was before RTSs went all hero, which right. kind of started with, I guess, Warcraft Three was a big one where it was like you play the hero. It was like no, no, no. You start out as a minion and you build a castle and then you build a forge and then you build this and then you can add, you know, a bunch of, you know, soldiers and then builders and then soldiers and then you build these things and. The old-fashioned RTS is the one I really like. Right. Uh, and that's what that was, yeah. Um, but we got to a quick break. When we get back, we'll finish up uh, video game news, and we'll get into some uh, reviews. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And um, uh, we got a little bit more video game news to talk about. Nintendo NX console rumored to be named Duo, priced between 300 and 350 I, that seems fair. Yeah. No, I'd pay... I mean, I don't, I don't think I should say how much I pay for the NX. But <laughs> um, anywhere between three to $400, I think, would be a good price. 400 weight would be way expensive. But at the same time, I would pay for it. But 
Uh, you're four, talking about parents buying it for the kids. Three to three fifty is a good price. Yeah, four hundred is the high end of acceptable. Right, right. If it's like you get this plus a, you know, sixty-four gigabyte card uh, for memory or whatever you need. Um, hopefully more. I mean, I, hopefully it's like a gigabyte <laughs> um, storage. Anything like that these days, they need to be bigger uh, size. Yeah, which Ter- you can tell. Terabyte. I mean, you, terabyte. Terabyte. Yeah. What am I talking about? A gigabyte. Oh, Jesus I was going to say. I was like, well, damn. It's getting late here, so yeah, no, a terabyte. Terabyte would be perfect. I mean, 500 gigabytes would be cool, too. It's a mobile device, so yeah. The technology exists, but it would be expensive. Yeah, Um, it would. Yeah, so um, man, I can't wait for the NX, honestly. Yeah, I just can't wait until we know something about it. Yeah. Like anything. I will take anything at this point. I'm curious if my my 3ds stuff will i'm curious how that's going to work because if it's not like a 3ds with two screens then obviously you're not going to be able to play 3ds games on it right one theory people were kind of shooting around was that the sun and moon came out the demo came out uh a day or so ago have you downloaded it i I did i played it oh okay we'll talk about that a little bit apparently Nothing in the game is 3D except for when you do, like, picture mode. And one of the theories is that they came out with was obviously that they decided it's so late in the 3DS cycle. Fuck it. We'd rather put – we'd rather pack it full of more stuff and not have a team dedicated to making certain things 3D. Um, And the other theory was to get it ready for – make it easier to port over to to NX. That's a sound Um, theory. It's a sound theory. The only thing is the bottom screen. Something they'd have to, if there's like one screen on the the, the uh, NX um, or Duo, then they'd have to figure that out. How to well, like bunch but, it into the thing. Yeah, but here's the thing. The bottom screen was only on during either battles or the pause menu. And those are things that you can move up to one screen. Like the, there wasn't, you know, like with, with, with uh, with Alpha and Omega, you had like the map and everything on the second screen and everything. There wasn't that. Oh, it wasn't in no. this. Oh, see, yeah. So it's it sounds like more and more that that bottom screen is kind of pointless, or it'd be easy to. I mean, I uh, think so. Re-rank. I can fire it up real quick and be sure. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, in in X and Y and everything else, there was everything was down there for you. Right, to, like, you had the map the and little plane. options, all that. Yeah. But none of that's there now, is it? Uh, see, that's yeah. That, see that that makes that theory a little bit more sound. That that they're probably preparing for this to be one of the ports. That hey, if you got an NX, you can. And if man, could you imagine if? Because I bought a lot of digital games on my NX. I I I Nintendo is just notorious for making me have to buy it again. I doubt I'll be able to go. Hey, I downloaded that. Can I download it here? Um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be pissed if they were like, you can play your 3DS games, but only the physical ones. I'd be like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like it should be, like I have an account. I should be able to sign into that account on the NX. Yeah, and be able to download my games just like I would if I bought, you know, the the when I the the PSP to the Vita. I should be able to download the same games I purchased before. Um, which man, one game that came out that I really want to try um, is Dragon Quest Builders. Have you heard of it? I yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, it has gotten so many good reviews. 
um, uh, the few of the groups that I'm in, they've all said the Vita version is just a lot of fun. It's it's the perfect game to kind of play on the go. Um, it's like kind of like Minecraft, but with questing and like a story and bad guys and a direction to go in and like it's co- it's constantly getting things for the town and building the town up but at the same time there's missions and there's bad guys that come and they send you off on quests where you gotta get specific things and uh it's and i i thought that's kind of the perfect game to chill you know you're relaxing on your couch watching a movie or whatever or you're you're on a train going somewhere like it's the perfect kind of vita game um i've been really contemplating getting it but apparently the demo is out on um on the PS4, so I'm going to download that later and test it out. Apparently, the only difference between the the Vita and the PS4 version is just the graphics. Uh, you know, obviously, are are uh, you know not as good. Um, sure. Yeah. So, I'm contemplating getting that because I don't know. I probably won't. As soon as I get that VR, that's probably going to I think consume a lot of my time the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, did you see the? Have you did you look to see if the menu or anything's down there? Yeah, there's nothing here, man. Ah, see, that's it. That's, There's nothing I here. Think, like, I think that's just a, a sign that. Yeah, like the. <laughs> pre- it like it stays blank until like you pull up the pause menu, which you know you could do on one screen, and then yeah. during battles, you know, it gives you like all the little options and everything down there. But you could still move that up to one screen too. Like there's no, there's no reason to have a second screen for this. Yep, that's what I think is going to happen. It's going to, and that's cool. I hope that if, that's that's now my issue. I'm afraid if I buy it digitally, I'm not going to be able to transfer it over. I might buy Pokemon just as the physical edition, because um, I imagine that it will play, it will play in the the. In, see, we need to figure, we need to find out. Uh, hopefully, it's announced sometime soon. Right. Um, it's gotta. Be, I just hope it's announced before the Pokemon games come out, because that would that would be my deciding factor. If it's like, if we get any sort of idea that it plays 3DS games, then right. Well, they've um, only got what like a month. I mean, Sun and Moon aren't that far out. Yeah, Sun and Moon's in a few weeks. It's exactly a week from today. <laughs> Wait, that's it? Really? I'm sorry, not a week, a month. I was it's gonna say. I was like, that's month. that's too soon. Yeah, yeah. It's the 18th of next month. So, um. Yeah, it's just a few weeks away. We're we're almost there. I'm gonna definitely download the demo tonight. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, let's see here. Uh, what other news we got here? We got some Star Wars news. Doctor Alfara, um, uh, from the comic, right? Uh, character getting ongoing solo series from writer. Carrion Gillen, uh, Darth Vader, and art by Kev Walker, Uncanny and Humans, coming in December, December. Hell yeah, she's a great character. Totally. I mean, I haven't caught up to the end of Darth Vader because I know it's over. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I've read enough to see some of her arc, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, why not? Sure. Yeah, totally, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to get that whole Darth Vader as one big omnibus. Um, Yeah, that would be cool. Because it's, what, 25 issues in an annual, right? Yeah, it's the perfect for one big, here you go, Darth Vader. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah. Uh, DC Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo teaming up again for DC Summer 2017 event. Yeah, all they said about it was that it was very Batman-heavy. Cool. Hey, that's that's, that's all we know. That's their bread and butter. Yeah, I'll take I'll take anything those two do. Are you kidding? They've got the they've got the Midas touch when it comes to comics. 
have you been reading the Scott Snyder all? Um, I have. All I have not read any comics in a long time. Oh, you should, man. It's pretty cool. It's basically uh, this isn't really that big of a spoiler, but Batman is taking um, Two Face across the country. Oh, that's right. Um, it's a road trip. It's a road trip. Yes, basically Two Face before the second part of his face completely like took over his personality. He said they left with this teaser like Bruce it's ready when I was in control I was able to finish it up if you take me there we will be done with Two-Face basically that's the idea they got and then and then he's back to Two-Face and so when he's telling Alfred he's like I need to take him here and Alfred's like no you don't you don't need to do that like that is a death you you were going to die you know you're never you'll never get him there um and he's like who is in control whose idea was this was yours or his and he kind of gets him he's like uh, i know this isn't your idea and he's like it's totally mine he's got like a coin in his pocket or something so anyway the whole idea is batman needs to get him there and because the, when the joker died two-face kind of took over as the main person as the main bad guy in gotham um he basically releases this thing to all people that he, when he was a, the attorney general or whatever, whatever he was, district attorney, he, district attorney, he created this thing that got kind of everybody's information. So basically, he threatened everybody, saying, "I know all of your secrets, and if I make it to this location, I am releasing all of them on everybody. Everybody's skeletons will come pouring out of their closet. Everybody." to the person working at the milk, uh, whatever, to the person running for office. Everyone's skeletons will be released if I make it to that place. There will be a dead switch. To the person who, um, to the person who uh, uh, frees me from Batman and saves me, not only will your stuff never be released, but I will also give you blah, 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 million dollars uh, of, of the stuff that they know he has. And so basically a missile starts going at his jet. He's like, wait a second. How could a missile be – who knows where I'm at? The only person who would know this would know me. And so like you start to wonder, holy shit, who is who is so desperate to uh, not have their secrets revealed that could be close to Batman? And so like, yeah, and it's basically – and then you know, he gets shot out of the sky. This all happens in the first one. And then, so basically it's him on a road trip with Two-Face to this location and – Everything in the kitchen sink is being thrown at him uh, by everybody because no one wants their secrets being out. So it's that's the concept. That's the starting out point. So um, that's the jumping off point. So and that's nice. really just mostly in the first issue. So uh, hopefully that gets you excited. Yeah. So they've got a few issues out and it's really good. Um, Scott Snyder knows his stuff. Like that. That's such a cool side story that you know doesn't really fit into the main series, but at the same time, it's it's a great story. Um. Marvel, we got company teases X-Men and Humans line called Resurrection will include titles based on Weapon X and Iceman. Yeah. Okay. This is the first Iceman solo series. That's what I read. That's crazy. Character's been around 50 years. This is his first solo series. It's nuts. (laughs) So it's going to be the older one? Imagine it's going to be the younger one. I, I, uh, probably the younger one. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So that's cool. Um... Um, have you read the, the 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 death of X that's going on right now? No, I've read nothing. Oh yeah, that's right. They kill off a pretty big X Men, a fan favorite. Um, kind of with no fanfare. It just you see it and you're like, oh shit, that that person is really dead. 
over and over and over again. So you'll you'll see. Um, but uh, it, it, I guess it takes place a little bit before the comics that are happening now because yeah, it's all that, about like, it. It explains. The yeah, it explains why the X Men and the Inhumans are are at war. Exactly. Um, a lot of people are thinking that's resurrection and them coming back is is a hint at um, Marvel and Fox getting together, especially with that new show coming out, Legion. Um, is that maybe there was something where like Marvel's starting to go, hey, you know what? Maybe we can keep the X Men in the universe. Um, <clears throat> let's see, Power Rangers, DC and Boom Studios doing a Power Rangers Justice League crossover comic in January, written by Tom Taylor, art by uh, Stephen Brine. So that's cool. I yeah, that's different. Yeah, I wonder what would happen, like how that would uh, like they... suddenly they. One of their new 52 universes they pop into, and it's the Power Rangers. Uh, I'm guessing the Black Ranger gets teleported to the wrong Earth because of a transporter malfunction, and Batman chases him. Is that? That's like, what I read, anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that would have been magic if I'm like, here's what I think's gonna happen. No, that's that, that was very specific. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That would be. <laughs> Like that's very specific. Um, let's see here. We got uh, some WWE news. Uh, Mickey James returning to face uh, Asuka. What? Uh, Asuka. How do you pronounce her name? Asuka. Asuka. Yeah. Asuka at NXT Takeover Toronto, November nineteenth. Yes, I missed Mickey James. Yeah. So I guess I don't know much about her. She would have been dirt while you were gone. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, she was there. Kind of towards the end of of Trish and Lita's run, okay. She was she was part of that, uh, and then she went to TNA for a while. Um, oh, okay. And and uh, and now she's coming back because TNA's getting sued by everybody on the planet. Oh wow, that's it's crazy. <laughs> Billy Corgan is suing TNA. Like four different production companies they work with are suing them. Three or four, and the state of Tennessee is suing TNA. Wait, why? Because they owe money. The state of Tennessee is suing them? Yeah, they put up a lien or something against them. It's it's Jesus. nuts. They owe American Express a quarter of a million dollars. Holy shit. Yeah. No wonder they sold the rights to their archive to WWE. Oh, well, now there's there's talk that they've actually sold part of their library to one of the other production companies. Oh, come on, that's stupid. Sell it to the WWE so at least people can see it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that would be the idea, but, you know, Dixie has shown she's not exactly the the, the best head for this business. It just seems like a disaster. Do, what do you think the Hardys are going to go over to uh, WWE? I, 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 I don't know. I think they stick with TNA <clears throat> for as long as they can because they have that creative freedom. Um, you don't think one day they show up on Raw and they'd be like, I knew you would come. <laughs> I, I would love for that to be what would happen. Like at the Royal Rumble, the lights go out and suddenly you just you just hear WWE Universe. You knew I'd come like that place would explode. Yes, yes, yes. And it would just say delete, delete, delete all. of them. <laughs> Yeah, that, that would be crazy. That would be like yeah. AJ when he came back. Um, and I didn't know AJ at that time, but I saw how people reacted. I was like, oh, this guy's important. Yeah. <laughs> And then later on, did I realize, oh, shit, yeah, he is basically the biggest superstar that never made it to the WWE, um, outside of Sting, I guess. Yeah, he was um, he was TNA's golden boy. He was the he was the Sting of TNA. Exactly. 
before um, Sting went to TNA. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk more, some extra stuff, and then we'll get into some reviews. Again, you're listening to the We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And so so AJ Styles was before Sting? Because I thought Sting was the big attraction there at no. the beginning of TNA. No, 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 no. He They teased Sting for, for a couple years, uh, and then he okay. showed up. But AJ... AJ was one of the big, like, he was the big breakout star. He was okay. the first X Division champion. It, you know, he and Christopher Daniels and 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 Raven to an extent, um, they they kind of built, you know, and you had guys like Loki and Jerry Lynn. Uh, and, and, but like, but and he, he was their Hogan. He was their icon. He, he became that. Yeah. He became that. Okay. Uh, gotcha. And then, yeah, because most of the stuff I saw him in, he had short hair. I actually saw. Uh, Xavier Woods on it, and he like threw up in a match with AJ Styles. Yeah, he was a uh, him, him and R Truth. He and R Truth. <laughs> Wait, R Truth was on it before R Truth went to WWE. R Truth was big in TNA. So he did TNA before WWE. He did WWE before he did TNA before he did WWE again. R Truth used to be called K Quick. Hmm. He and Road Dog were a tag team back in the nineties. <clears throat> He was. Oh, he was, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That mm. was. Go back and watch. There was one Royal Rumble that they were in. I think it was the nine. I think it was the ninety. No, two. Two thousand, two thousand and one, two thousand and one. I think. Which yeah, had that's K what Quick I didn't watch. It. Yeah. That one had that one had him in it. Yeah, he was gotcha. K Quick before he was, before he was Ron the Truth Killings in TNA. And he teamed up with Consequences Creed, and they were Truth and Consequences. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Consequences Creed. That's that. That's um. That's 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 Xavier that, Woods. Yeah. And so Xavier Woods went from there to NXT. I he skipped NXT, I think. No. I think so. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw like an ESPN thing behind NXT, and it showed Xavier Woods. He might have been been back there during it but i don't know i don't think he was part of at least this incarnation of nxt let me put it that the, way the, the it was a documentary or maybe it was something on the wwe network it what, was no no because they did they did a thing like that and it had adam rose and a couple other guys on it too right Right, and it showed it showed him going he's finally getting his call up to the main roster and it and it, it showed his first debut as uh, xavier woods yeah um, but oh man, that was that that's gotta be cool. Um Yeah, I didn't know our I guess I knew our truth was old, but I didn't know he went back that far. He's yeah, he goes back he goes back a lot farther than people think. Yeah. Because nobody talks about K Quick. Nobody ever mentions it. <laughs> that's funny. Um what else we got here? We got some TNA company report. Oh yeah, the O was three point four. We weird went over that million dollars currently being sued by everybody. Um MMs, caramel MMs are coming, so they've never been caramel MMs. Nope. Oh. Well, it seems like that'd be something that would be the next logical step before all the other stuff that they put in it. Right. I mean they <laughs> they went pretzels, they went crispy, you would think they'd have to do caramel at some point. Right, exactly. So they're doing uh, I that. I do in... like the uh, crispy ones. This tastes good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we only got a few more minutes, man. Let's uh, spoiler-free flash. Uh, it was good. Uh, villain was kind of throwaway, but but we had some good moments. Um, oh. and it set up some interesting, like little future dominoes. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. Okay. 
Um, we talked about 2K. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to talk a little about WWE before I go into the back mirror? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, because okay. this this week we had the big we had we had the big the big moment this week, man. And I mean the crowd was into it, and they they chanted along. And and I mean, and it was it was it was insane looking at this crowd uh, when James Ellsworth came out to the ring on SmackDown. <laughs> I I was I was working at the time. Oh, that was that was madness. That was crazy. Like they were so behind him, it was nuts. Yeah, didn't he but, win? I yeah by DQ. Yeah, so. It, oh, he didn't get the belt. No, no, he got. No, I loved how they said the man who's beat AJ Styles more than John Cena. <laughs> yes, I loved that line. I loved it so much because this look this it, there was an article in Forbes of all places that that there were was there was now serious consideration about turning John Cena yeah. because he's not quite the draw that he used to be. And, and I love, I think this is the angle to do it with, his whole chasing history bit. And let it start eating at him, let it consume him, let him just really start to get a little twisted by this. It makes sense, but at the same time, you don't have a big enough face for the company to do that. They need to have a bigger face because the one thing that, that stops me in my tracks about John Cena, about making him go heel, is he has a point about the Make-A-Wish Foundations and the stuff he does for kids. Him going heel would change a lot of that. And I Not, know that I, sounds nah. so... But CM Punk did so I, many Make-A-Wishes too, though, as a heel. I, but it's not the same, though. He is their Superman right now. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, but, you know... And this is something – it's kind of ironic because this is something Goldberg talked about, that the moment he turned heel and he had to go to meet a girl who had terminal cancer and the look on her face when he was like – when she was like, I don't know who you are. And this was her moment to meet her hero. Yeah. It, it ate him alive. Um, and I, I, I get why we would love to see him turn heel. But, oh, but I, I, oh yeah, I totally understand why they, yeah, why they're hesitant I, to do it. Oh, absolutely. I think that it's more important that the kids, uh, you know, that it's more important for them to be excited to meet their hero than for me to see that story play out. I'm with you. I would love to see that play out, but if it doesn't happen, I'm. It, that's where it stops me in my tracks. Where I'm like, I could see why they don't. My, my thing is, they need a face big enough to take his place, and that's why the whole, you know, the. You know, um, his whole thing he's been on about is like, I need someone to step up. And AJ Styles has stepped up, but he's not a face either. Maybe if they True. swap him. Yeah, but they if... won't. AJ's having too much fun being AJ. Yeah. And see, that's the problem. They don't have big baby faces anymore. I mean, to me, the most likable people in the company are like Enzo and Cass. Right. You know, and they're not doing much with them. They're just screwing around on raw they're, they're not even in the contender race for tag team champions which is just a shame it should be them up against new day they really should be the ones taking the titles from new day yeah not cesaro um, and sheamus no but i guess you need a villain to get it so that the the face can take it back like at wrestlemania right or new something. day the 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 criticism around new day is they've started to get stale and yeah. that and that losing the titles will will be that that kick in the ass that they need to get back in gear 
True. Absolutely. I agree. And I, you know what? I wouldn't even mind if Xavier Woods kind of started doing his own thing and went after a title run, um, even like the cruiserweight. Like I'd love to see him mixed up in there or love to see him for the U.S. title or something like I think he's overshadowed a lot um, from the other two because Big yeah. E's just huge in, and Kofi's the veteran. <clears throat> you don't you see him being goofy, but he's dude. the second he went all gaming and I or not he went, but I found out. Yeah, he's been he's been probably my favorite guy there. That <laughs> I want to see him push. Yeah, um, yeah, man. I and, <laughs> and then yeah, on on Raw we had Goldberg, and I thought, okay, cool, the crowd will pop. And then here's exactly what's going to happen at Survivor Series. Uh, right. He and Brock are going to be a stalemate for a while. Brock's going to suplex him a bunch of times. Goldberg's going to spear him. He's going to jackhammer him. Brock's going to kick out. Uh, <laughs> Or or after that first spear, he's probably actually just going to get up. So Goldberg's going to spear him again. Uh, He's going to go for a jackhammer. It's going to get countered into an F5. Goldberg kicks out. Uh, He spears Brock again. Jackhammers him. Brock kicks out. He hits him with a second and then a third F5. Maybe a few more German suplexes. And and pins him and wins. That's the right. match. I've booked it for you. I've saved you seven minutes of your life. You don't need to watch Survivor Series. Like yeah, that's... I mean, but if they do something completely different, that'd be awesome too. But they won't because Brock won't let them. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think that's exactly – I think they basically paid him a lot of money to say, hey, we want you to come back and lose so this makes you – now we can put aside that the one thing Brock didn't do was beat Goldberg. Right. Um, and and, and he, now he can do that. And, and so he, you can be the stepping stone to WrestleMania. Right, because that's what Brock needs is more stepping stones. No, I completely agree. I say that sarcastically yeah. that it, it does suck, but I, you know, throw all that away. As someone who loved WCW – that was a really fucking cool moment to see him walk through the crowd. To, 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 I'm sorry, walk through the wrestlers in the back. Uh, that was neat. Did smoke, you see how, how cheesy it was? Yeah, Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> He's losing his mind. How, how just that was such a that was such a nostalgia moment, and I know that's such a cheap uh, get, but fuck, it got me. And then you know he gets in the ring and his intensity. He was never good on the mic, but he still fucking. I tell I you what, was that, great. that promo was good. Yeah, I thought he was great, and you know, I loved how he just stole a child from the crowd, and then he realized, oh, my child is here, so he runs back and he grabs his child, and then he kisses all the other children, and it's like, you know, you can tell he was happier than a pig in shit to yeah. just do that again. Like, this was, you know, he's like, oh, fuck it, like, you can tell it's all coming back to him. Yeah. Um, like, song, it's all coming, it's all coming back to him. <laughs> uh and, you know, next week we're going to see Brock Lesnar. So who knows? It's, it's They're going to lead it up to the Survivor Series. I agree with you. I think everything you said is true. That's what's probably going to happen. Who knows, man? Maybe they surprise. Maybe, you know, Randy Orton comes out of nowhere, RKO's him, and then, you know, lets Goldberg win for one last time. That would be how I would book it, is that, our, is that Randy Orton comes out of nowhere, takes him out, lets Goldberg get his one last win, and then that sets up the rematch between Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar, and actually make Randy Orton threatening again. Um, yeah, good luck with that. I know, but that would be a better outcome than what you said. It would. Oh, no, it that absolutely made, would. That would make people talk, that made people go, wait a second, maybe he's not as good as they're trying to make him. Uh, we only got a few more seconds. Go watch... Uh, Black Mirror. Go watch the third episode of the first season. Um, uh, it's called The Entire History of You. It was so well received. Robert Downey Jr. Um, I think has the ha- has 
something to do he bought the rights or something with the, that story specifically to make into a film okay cool because that story is so good i can't stress enough this show is amazing it's like watching a film and then you relax and then you watch another one it's a completely different story they, they have a christmas special which is about an hour and a half maybe two hours and it has john ham and it's all over the place and it's about what if you could block someone in real life oh nice and, and the consequences that would come from that yeah um part of the story is and this isn't really spoiling it uh guy and his girlfriend get pregnant they get into a fight um she tells him right before she blocks him i don't want the baby blocks him later on in life he sees her and he sees her with her kid but she, the, the the offspring of anyone that's blocked you is blocked out too so he can't see the kid but he knows it's his kid and the consequences that come with that and Oh, it's just it's it's fucked up and it's twisted and that's only a little portion of that story that's just a part of a bigger story in that one christmas special so um if you like the twilight zone black mirror is the show to watch go watch it logan you'll love it it's it's i watched it all in one day it was great nice um we don't have much time um uh make sure you go to our facebook uh group uh, we geek podcast at the uh make sure you listen to us of course every wednesday on the n.fm um twitter is at we geek podcast at the logan wit at adam estep what else am i forgetting um i don't know i guess kind of it rate us on itunes rate us on itunes i need to pick up one of our shirts is that still for sale on the site i uh, know that closed a couple weeks ago Shut Oh, I needed to pick up another one. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll maybe do that sometime later. But uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next week, and we'll be talking about VR and um, what else was happening this week. Uh, stuff. We have things. like <laughs> Stuff <laughs> things. There we go. We'll talk about stuff and things next week. Again, you listen to We Geek Podcast on N.FM. Captain. Captain. Captain.